It's that time, the Betting Predators podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter, SleepyJ underscore pregame. Joined here by the baseball, basketball, golf guru, Uncle Dave. You guys can find him, Dave underscore Essler. And you can get us both at the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. Well, Uncle Dave, we got a late start to our day today, but we are not short on action. We have a full Major League Baseball card. Still got a bunch of NBA games. And you and I, we wanted to go ahead. We wanted to touch on the late games today. So at least, you know, our listeners and our followers, you know, have time to go ahead and react to the information that's coming in. They could listen to our podcast and go ahead and get those bets in. So, guys, what we're going to do, we're going to talk NBA. We're going to talk Lakers, Houston. Then we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk baseball. We're going to talk Brewers, White Sox. So, Uncle Dave, why don't we go ahead and start out with the NBA? We have news coming in right now. Rockets are a minus three favorite total 224, and that news is LeBron James is going to be out for tonight's contest, and numerous other starters, Uncle Dave, are now questionable, pretty much game time decisions, so I'm not shocked that we're seeing this big move now in favor of the Rockets. You and I were talking, you know, quite a bit, and we've actually been talking about these two teams quite a bit, but we were talking a lot before we actually went on air here, and we both thought you know, certain things could take place. I'll let you go ahead, rip and run on this one. Now that we have information that LeBron's out, um, I'm guessing that that probably changes both of our opinions a little bit from what we were talking about. But what are you thinking about so far for this Lakers-Rockets matchup? Well, everything I had thought about uh, this morning, knowing that we were going to talk about this, is kind of out the window. You know, what I had thought was that the Lakers played yesterday. LeBron played 30 minutes yesterday, which is a bit surprising. Uh, especially since he was in in the second half when they were getting destroyed. I have to imagine that was not Frank Vogel's choice. That was probably LeBron's choice. And Houston had yesterday off. So, you know, going into this, the real question for me was how much of a point does L.A. want to make? Do they want to win for uh, pride? You know, show the Rockets that you're not going to beat us now, you're not going to beat us later. Uh, Then do the Rockets want to make a statement like, hey, we can hang with you guys? Uh, Because obviously the Lakers have, have no reason to win. And, you know, I think people were thinking that maybe the Rockets would be having a player advantage with maybe LeBron or somebody out, or or at least effort-wise, because even before LeBron was announced out, the money was clearly on Houston. Um, I think the Lakers opened at minus two and a half, and and not that long ago, I mean, within ten minutes, the Lakers were minus one, and then of course the LeBron news. Now the Lakers are actually plus three. You know, can it be that easy? I mean, you know, full disclosure, I bet Houston at plus one and a half, but I, I wouldn't probably take them at minus three now. I mean, if, if you had to do it, I'd probably wait until later or maybe throw a little bit of the money line or play it small because what I was looking at, assuming there weren't going to be everybody sitting, was a second half bet there. I was thinking if, if Houston is ahead by, say, you know, eight or more, you know, four-plus possessions, then – L.A. would have certainly quit. And if L.A. was ahead or it's a one- or two-possession game, I might have been inclined to take the Lakers and or the second half under, assuming that L.A. might want to play some defense. Well, that's kind of all out the window now. Uh, But it does make me like the second half under even more if, in fact, the Lakers are going to quote-unquote tank. I don't like that word, but you know what I mean. Um, You know, Houston, you know, let's say they do get out to the – to the big lead in the first half. I mean, I, I can't see an up and down second half 
at that point because Houston would then rest people too. So, you know, if you haven't bet Houston now, I'd probably take it small on the money line, and I would I would look for a second half under. And I'm sort of doing this on the fly because obviously, within five minutes of us going live here, that's when LeBron was announced out, and it did kind of change everything. So, I don't know how you feel about it, but that's where I'm at. Well, as we were talking and and as soon as that news broke i wanted to hurry up and see if DraftKings had made the made the move yet and sure enough they did but their money line uncle dave was minus 142 so i went ahead and i bet that i felt pretty comfortable jumping on the rockets at minus 142 i think with all things considered here if you if you really look at at the lakers you know they they kind of just did a walkthrough last game played the starters for a minimal amount took them off the court no big deal i mean the lakers already locked up the number one seed it, it's they they don't have anything really to lose i think one of the things the lakers can do is they can you know play chess to a certain extent they can go ahead and and, and lay up against certain teams and the rockets would be one you know if they want to try to avoid them in the playoffs there's only four games left so you know you beat the rockets here you know you're in the you're, you're almost likely sticking them in the sixth seed but if you let them win you know, the Rockets are going to move up to a five seed, a four seed, and then you may be able to avoid them in the second round. I guess it all depends on how it works out. But the fact that they're sitting LeBron today tells me that the Lakers don't care about this game whatsoever, that it's not important to them. And potentially, you know, that they could be thinking along the lines of what I'm thinking is, you know, do they want to go ahead and meet the Rockets? you know, before, you know, maybe the Western Conference Finals. I, I'm guessing they probably don't. I don't think you want to run up and down the court, you know, with the Rockets for a series before you get, you know, to the Western Conference Finals, if that's who, in fact, they meet. As far as the Rockets are concerned, I think this team's playing, you know, pretty decent basketball. But I think with LeBron off the court, that's going to hurt the Lakers with scoring, assisting, and rebounding. And one of the things the Rockets really struggle with is rebounding the basketball. I mean, they've been out-rebounded, I think, in like their last three games by like 25 rebounds. Well, if you take LeBron off the court, that's certainly going to slow down the Lakers scoring because he's not going to be able to assist the basketball, and it's certainly going to go ahead and help the Rockets, you know, with their rebounding margin. So I think the minus two and a half, minus three, is still a good bet. But the fact that I was able to get minus 140, um, I feel pretty comfortable in that. So I'm not sure about you, Uncle Dave, but, you know, looking at the situation right now, the Lakers are going to eventually have to go out and they're going to have to play a full game. They're going to have to say, all right, here's our dress rehearsal game. And my gut feeling is it's against the Nuggets, which, you know, again, could dictate seeding. So I'm not sure that the Lakers even come out in the next game and play. Maybe they play like, you know, 30 minutes, all their guys, maybe Anthony Davis takes a seat next game. I think we'll have to go ahead and keep our eyes on that. But for this game, there's no way in hell I could touch the Lakers. I don't know if I could take them in the first half. I don't know if I could take them in the second half, depending on how close they can keep it. But as of right now, there are no player props either uh, for either team. So they're, they're doing that crap again. You know, the sports books are being a bunch of sissies, and they won't even put any player props out, which, you know, it, it seems like the books are just really trying to protect themselves because they don't know what's going to happen. And when, when you start seeing bets that, that aren't offered and you start seeing a bunch of yeses and no nos offered. Um, you know that you won the books are either taking advantage of you or they're afraid of you. And right now it seems like they're afraid of us. I wouldn't be shocked if this line went up even higher right now. I mean, it's what is it? Two 30 in the afternoon on the East coast. You know, the news really hasn't even broke to the general public in full yet. Um, that 
that LeBron's out. And I, I'm, I'm sure once, you know, everybody gets word of that, money's going to start pouring in on the Rockets. So I think if you want the Rockets now, you bet them now. What do you think, Uncle Dave? Yeah, I think you're probably right. I mean, I, it, it's hard to say. You know, there's always that initial overreaction. You know, I could see people that, you know, maybe took the Rockets at plus two or plus two and a half even. I think it opened in some places. Um, if this line goes up much further, say three and a half, which I, I think it will, uh, and I don't know how long it'll stay there, but then I think you might see some buyback. Uh, if for no other reason that there might be too much of an overreaction, and for all the sharp bettors that kind of saw this coming, that bet it, you know, right when the line came up at two and a half, they would then have the Lakers uh, plus three and a half and the Rockets plus two and a half, and just kind of pray for, you know, obviously find a place where you're not paying a whole lot of big there, and find a place where you're basically, you know, looking for a one possession game somehow or other. At that point, it becomes a numbers bet and not a what's going to happen on the court bet. So, you know, I, I think it probably goes to three and a half. I don't think it stays there. Probably stays around three. Yeah, and I totally agree with you with that dress rehearsal game. You know, they got they got this game tonight, and they got a game on Saturday against the Pacers, uh, which they certainly won't care much about. Then they got that game with the Nuggets that they probably won't care about, but that may be their their dress rehearsal because their last game is against Sacramento, and and I think that would be the rest one uh, if if for no other reason they want to rest a little bit more before the playoffs. So yeah, that Lakers Nuggets game. You know, when we bet, we kind of like to look ahead at what may or may not happen. And you might be able to get some real value on the Lakers in that game, especially early because you know, the Nuggets are obviously they're going to want to win. And I think the line will come out favorable to the Nuggets, but that may be the game the Lakers want to go ahead and, and make a statement. So if I'm looking ahead, I'm probably looking to Monday and maybe taking the Lakers over the Nuggets. At least that's a that's an option as of right now, unless things change, and we know they certainly do. I wouldn't disagree with that either. And I think that when it comes to the seeding, that if the Nuggets can play a role where the Lakers can pick and choose, if we beat the Nuggets here, and obviously the Rockets are going to have, you know, a couple games under their belt by then as well. You know, if it comes down to where the Lakers can pick and choose, you know, where where a team might might get seeded and they actually do their their, you know, dress rehearsal for that game, uh, there's no way in hell I would bet Denver. I would be jumping you know, I would be jumping all over the Lakers. And I think there's going to be a, a point there where it becomes, you know, on Sunday, depending on, on on the Rockets and all the other teams, I think Sunday night we're going to find out where a lot of these teams are currently sitting by the end of the night. And then once those lines come out for the Lakers, you know, depending on what those numbers are, uh, you know, you're either going to have to be ready to attack or you're going to realize that, you know, the sports books aren't as, as dumb as we think they are sometimes. And generally they're not, but you never know. They could be asleep at the wheel and maybe the, maybe the Nuggets rest. You know, you never know. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. But I think there's going to be a lot of teams playing, you know, jockeying for position and and really trying to get what they want, um, you know, with this with this entire playoff situation that's coming up. But Uncle Dave, we could obviously keep talking NBA, but I don't want to talk Major League Baseball. We're going to go ahead. We're going to attack the late game here. We've got the Brewers and the White Sox. White Sox will be home with Gio Gonzalez on the mound. Right now, Chicago minus 110. Brewers are going to go ahead. They're going to send Lindblom on the mound. We have a total of nine. Curious which way you're going to go in this one. Well, I didn't even really want to talk about these two teams, but since you made me, and I'll tell you why. You know, anybody that follows me or has my plays, you know, we had a, a bigger bet on the White Sox last night, and 
they they allowed one run on five hits and lost because they scored zero runs. So um, I'm not real happy. You know, anytime, you know, I, I liked it, and then I liked it even more when Yelich wasn't going to play. And and if you tell me that the White Sox were only going to allow one run on five hits, I would probably have bet that with most of the money I have. So that was that was kind of sucky, and you know, I was. I was a little bit, I, I can't really put my finger on the emotion when I saw you wanted to do this game. I think I had a little pit in my stomach, but, you know, I was kind of looking at it anyway. I just didn't know if I wanted to verbalize. And, you know, Gio didn't look good against the Royals. You know, his he didn't allow a run, but he gave up five hits in three and two-thirds innings. He walked three. So, you know, Gio's not Gio anymore, or Gio would still be in Washington. Lindblom looked equally bad against the Pirates, but he hasn't had meaningful innings in the majors since 2013. You know, he's been over in Korea. And then I look, you know, they have no Braun, no Kane. Uh, and Yelich will probably play tonight. He didn't play last night. He said he needed a mental break. I mean, I think he's hitting 077 or some ridiculous thing. Um, but if he needs a mental break, I'm not sure how good that is for Milwaukee. You know, they just had a, a four or five day long mental break with games postponed because of COVID. So I got to wonder if the Brewers' heads are in the right place. You know, the other thing is that they've only played two games at home, and they go back home tomorrow against the Reds, so it's not the greatest spot for them. And, and I can't imagine them beating the White Sox again, but I couldn't imagine them beating them last night with all those guys out and only scoring one run. You know, the overnight money and the early money today says they do. It's, it's coming in on, 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 on Milwaukee or against Geo. Now, I just can't take Milwaukee. I know that's where the money is. And I think in this particular time and place, you know, following money is, is not always the wise thing to do. And I've done it and it's worked and I've done it and it hasn't. And it, it's not like a normal time where you can, you can say, well, yeah, that's where the sharp money is. Let me grab this particular number. And yeah, look at who's the umpire, Andy Fletcher. And he's a decent umpire. So if there's a gun to my head, I'm going to play the under here, Sleepy. Uncle David really wasn't sure what to do with this one. You know, I leaned to the over, and I think a lot of that was due to, you know, the geo numbers that I was looking at. I mean, he's pitched like six innings, seven innings total. He's allowed, you know, a bunch of hits, a couple walks, more than a couple walks. Looks like he has about four walks. or allowed a homer. You know, his strikeouts weren't that bad last game six. I just don't know if he can keep it together against a Brewers team who can be tough. But the Brewers really aren't hitting all that well right now. Their batting average rather low as a team. I think they're hitting just slightly over 200. One of the reasons why I like the over is because I know the Sox could hit. I mean, they have the highest batting average, you know, out of all the teams in the league. You know, they're right up there with, with home runs. They, they have a bunch of homers this year. So I'm just thinking, like, you know, with this new guy on the hill here for the Brewers, is he going to come out and be intimidated? You know, after the Sox end up not putting up any runs, you know, are they going to be pissed off and come out and, and, you know, really just try to take advantage and just start swinging away? And if it turns into, you know, where the Sox are aggressive, well, I think the Brewers can be aggressive as well. Now, the one opened up at nine and a half. It's now down to nine. There is some juice on the over. I don't know which way I'd go. I'd probably be on the opposite side of here and probably I would probably play the over. That's just the way that I feel about that. As far as the side's concerned, I don't know. Um, 
I think one of the reasons why I like the over is because I, I, I just don't trust Geo. If I don't trust Geo, I don't know how I take the White Sox. And I'm, I'm really unsure about this new guy, you know, for the Brewers. He was coming off of a layoff. I guess he had, you know, some back spasms or other things. And, you know, there, there could be a rust involved with him. So I don't know. Um, if I was forced, it would be the over. So I would be on the opposite side of you with that one. But with that said, guys, that's it for our podcast for myself. You guys can find me at sleepyj underscore pregame, Uncle Dave at Dave underscore Essler. And you can find us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. I'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck today. Enjoy the games.